Okay, we're on. All right. Jeez. Well, kick us off here, Joe. We never thought we'd be able to record today. We no idea. Oh, yeah, I do. The year is 2012. It's the 25th of April. Yes, that's right, April. And you're wasting away on the North Coast. With Amigo Schmo. Mike. And Mickey. That yes. is just how lame we are. <laughs> it is April. But it's April. <laughs> yeah, at least we didn't go into May. Excuse me, I might have problems with my voice or coughing. It's because uh, sinuses suck. <laughs> my word suck was drowned out by that slamming door. And yes, we are back at Joe's, what is it called? Prime, Joe's Prime Joe's Time. Prime time. We're in the uh, where we started this baby. Uh, what six years ago? Wow! What massive celebration are we gonna have for? Uh, What's well, just the sixth? <laughs> the reunion for all the former cast members that can come. But uh, anyway, we're here in the uh, slightly remodeled studios. They've removed carpeting, so you'll notice. We've got our reverb turned up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they tiled the floor back here. Yeah. In the back. And room. the ceiling is not like open. It's like a it's like a regular ceiling now. Does that make it worse or better? I think it makes it worse. It's bouncing around. There's nothing to absorb the sound. And the jukebox is blasting. Yep. Liquor is not flowing not because flowing. waitress has not been by in a while. But this the music that you hear is from outside of closed doors. It's uh that's how loud it is out there. Well, Buffett's been announcing some shows. Right? Yeah, the uh, Welcome you... to Finland tour is over. It ended last weekend in Kansas City, I believe. And uh, he did 16 shows this year since the end of January till recently. And uh, that might as well make my announcement. We are not doing concert roundups for those 16 shows. I'm putting my foot the down. Staff. <laughs> we had a yeah, the production staff is just yeah they they uh, quit they quit on me actually so uh, we're There's not going to be some uh, cutbacks uh, due to the uh, we'll not be doing concert roundups this uh, this for the end of the last tour and I don't know if we're going to be doing concert roundups for this tour either but we are going to highlight certain shows if if he does something special we will. Hopefully, try and uh, add a clip, an audio clip to the podcast, but we're not going to be highlighting every single show. Uh, speaking of that, I've got a list of the 16 shows, and we can. I was hoping to do a rundown of all the noteworthy things in all those concerts, but I don't know if you guys want to. All right, uh, this isn't a list of every show that he did, just the, the noteworthy things from, the, from those concerts. In Miami, since it was the Miami show, I believe this was the second show of 2012. He did uh, Cuban Crime and Passion. He brought that back for the Miami audience. And he also did Everybody's Got a Cousin in Miami, which I haven't heard him do in a while. Then in Charleston, which was Thursday, February 2nd, he did Honey Doo, one of Schmo's favorites. Yeah, wow. Cool. And he also did this one. Well... This one, this one uh, is on par with that, I guess. He did Prince of Tides. Ooh, really? Wow, where'd that come from? Which he hasn't done since 2003. Another one of my favorites. I like that. Yeah, I like Prince of Tides. I can't pronounce my R's and G's. 
when I'm speaking Charleston Honey, too, honey, coming to me again. In Birmingham on Saturday, February 25th, he brought on he brought somebody on stage, a guy named Matt Hoggett, who had written a song called "Dear Jimmy Buffett," and we hinted, we teased this in a Gospel from the Coast two months ago, which is only two episodes ago, <laughs> and uh, it was my intention to to do a to go in depth on it. For a concert roundup, but since we've canceled, we've scrapped that plan. I can only talk about it. But this guy won a songwriting competition for a song called Dear Jimmy Buffett. So Buffett actually brought him on stage to perform the song. And then after the song was over, Buffett had written his reply to Dear Jimmy Buffett. So that was pretty cool. That was uh, in Birmingham, which also included a performance of Sweet Home Alabama, Stars Fell on Alabama, and Dreamsicle. Ooh, that was a big night. I'd like to thank the Coral Reaver Band for opening up for me. Cause you got those planes, restaurant chains, tequila and land shark beer. Well, dear Jimmy Buffett, if you're hearing this song, I could sure use a record deal this year. Matt, back when I started, there was no big secret. I was digging through oysters for pearls. It wasn't the fame, it wasn't the fortune. It was simply about meeting pretty girls. Birmingham, Birmingham, greatest city in Alabama. You can travel across the entire land. Your glamour, your eyes, how the tender light has star fell on Alabama tonight. Well, he quips, he sips, dreams a lot about sailing ships, and I'll be damned. Country ham takes me home. Alabama, Alabama, country ham and shrimp and grits and some crab claws from down at Lulu and uh, and some sausage from the Highland Cafe takes me home to Alabama. 
uh, in Tallahassee, which was Tuesday, February 26th. Jimmy had Matt Hoggett back again to do Dear Jimmy Buffett and the, re- the, resp- the re- reply song, the response song, Hey Matt Hoggett. And uh, this concert, I had, I had not listened to the concert before, but this concert I had listened to, and Jimmy announced that Matt Hoggett was going to be performing at Margaritaville Restaurants. He had like a little mini tour planned for him. So that was, uh, that was pretty exciting for the guy. I think that might be the one that they've been playing. They've been playing it on Radio Margarita. He might have announced it the first night, too. Oh. I really have to go back into my archives and listen to the shows, which I haven't done yet, unfortunately. And uh, the Tallahassee show uh, also included Last Man Standing with Sonny Landra. So that was kind of cool that Sonny came back again because he was a, a featured guest last year and the year before. Little Rock, Arkansas, which Buffett has not played that often, so it's kind of cool that he found time for that. He brought back Window on the World, and he also performed Reggabilly Hill, which he hasn't done that that often. Then Jimmy had his two shows in Hawaii, one in Maui and one in Honolulu. These were in the middle of March. From Maui, he opened the show with Weather is Here, Wish You Were Beautiful. He also did Weather With You, which is not that frequent lately. And uh, he ended with Back to the Island, which was pretty cool. And he also premiered a song called Swingin' Hula Girl, which might be a popular song in Hawaii. I haven't heard it before, so I was really interested in what it sounded like. Unfortunately, the Hawaii shows weren't broadcast on Radio Margaritaville, so... We don't know. Yeah, and the Honolulu show, he did Dukes on Sunday, which I've never heard him do. And he also brought back Hula Girl at Heart. In Tampa, March 30th, he shocked me by starting the show with a song that was not Wino and I Know. He uh, came up with a different starting song. This one was One Particular Harbor, which uh, was a surprise, starting off with that song, because usually he's, he's, quite often he ends the show with that song. Brought back Coconut Telegraph, also performed Grown Older But Not Up. And he performed for the first time in the contiguous United States, Swingin' Hula Girl. So we actually got a chance to hear it. And didn't he do, did he do one when I know at all? Like acoustic? Or did he, um... Yeah, did he end with that or something? I, I do not think so. Or was another show or something we talked about? And um, Tampa, the Tampa show also included No Plane on Sunday Ooh. and Hey Good Looking. I rounded first, I never thought of the worst As I stood in the shortstop's position They cracked with my leg like the shell of an egg Someone called a decent physician An island in the middle of the sea There's a swinging hula girl who waits for me Her eyes are softer than the moonlight in the sand Swinging a hula man, my swinging hula, acting like a fula. Where did you go to school to learn to dance that way? You're feeling by me, I want you by me tightly. Do you think I might be your hula man someday? Make the best of us all you can do 
then in the New Orleans show, which was, uh, um, I think that was a special show, wasn't it? The New, or- New-, the New Orleans show? I don't think it was a full-fledged concert. Was it, it wasn't Jazz Fest, because that's coming up at the end of, uh, at the beginning of May. That's what I was just going to ask. But this was a New Orleans show, and Jimmy once again started with one particular harbor. He also brought back I Will Play for Gumball, which he's, is not that infrequent. Also did Swing and Hula Girl, and did Why No Why No I Know, an acoustic version of it. There we go. That's which was a lot more like the album version, which I was, I was happy to hear. Then on Saturday, April 14th in Omaha... Uh, Jimmy brought on Warren Buffett for a surprise appearance on stage, although he kind of spoiled the surprise for Radio Margaritaville listeners because Warren Buffett showed up in the pre-show interview. Uh, They world premiered the live version of All Night Long, the Lionel Richie song that's on Lionel Richie's Tuskegee album, the duet with Jimmy's on that album. So that was kind of cool to hear, hear them do it live. It sounded great, and... And uh, a lot of the coral reefers had had uh, were able. He he featured a lot of the coral reefers in that song. Uh, it started with Pete Mayer. He sang the first verse, and I and Mac did a verse, and I believe Nadira did a verse. So that was nice. Everybody got their chance to shine. That's cool. They also did Wine and I Know, uh, an acoustic version of that, and and an acoustic version of He Went to Paris, which I got a chuckle out of because Jimmy kind of rewrote the ending to it. I want, to, I want to welcome all of you to this 2012 annual meeting of Berkshire Hathaway. Cousin Warren, that's uh, next month. <laughs> Jimmy, some of it's magic, some of it's tragic. Would you try not to fall off the stage? This, these shows were the last four that he did. These were the April shows, and he really changed up the whole the whole format of the show because um, they didn't do an intermission again. Nadira had her song, then Jimmy came out with Mac and did three acoustic songs, and then there was a huge break. And I'm thinking, boy, this concert was short. And then he brings the band back on, and they do they do uh, no, that's not right. I'm all screwed up now. It's been so long. It's been like two weeks, and I'm all confused. But he really changed the format of the, of the show. He uh, he came back out with with uh, with Mac, and they sang three acoustic songs. And then he brought the band back out, and I'm thinking, boy, this encore is going on forever. They did uh, Brown Eyed Girl and Fins, and then took a break, and then did the encores. So I was all thrown off. It was like they did two encores, but the first encore was really long. It was five songs instead of just two songs. So that was pretty wild. 
and that uh, and that was followed up on Tuesday, April 17, with the Des Moines concert. Um, the uh, volcano effect got messed up, so Jimmy had the crowd do the effect for him, which was kind of funny. Huh. And then the crowd did it after Cheeseburger as well, which was also kind of funny. Huh. Um, for the acoustic songs, they did Great Filling Station, and the uh, one of the encore songs was Gypsies in the Palace. But for some reason, Jimmy sang in a Johnny Cash, Cash style, and uh, that was pretty funny too. The second to last show was in Dallas, and as a surprise, Jimmy did All My Exes Live in Texas, which according to Mac was the first time they'd ever performed that. Wow. And um, in tribute to Levon Helm, they did Take a Load Off. And they, uh, in tribute to Greg, they did an acoustic version of Cowboy in the Jungle. And they also ended with All Night Long, which was surprisingly the last song. I'm not used to Jimmy ending with an up-tempo song. I'm always, he always comes out with a slow song to end the show, but they ended with the full band in an up-tempo song. Speaking of Texas, we figured we'd pull one out from anybody that went to... Uh Live at Texas Stadium, and though it poured down rain, I can tell you that George Strait and Helen Jackson and I and the Coral Weaver Band had a big time out there because everybody was rocking. So uh, this is another for you. I just we don't we haven't done this song in, in long. I don't we've ever, never done ever. this song. <laughs> Correct me, uh, but why not now, huh? All right, Mr. Doyle Gresham, are you ready from Lubbock? note, uh, we lost a dear friend of ours today, Levon Helm of the band, the drummer of the band. Anybody that ever grew up in the 60s with Levon? Uh, what an influence. Uh, last time I saw him, uh, he opened for us at the Newport Folk Festival in Newport, Rhode Island about three or four years ago. It looked great. And uh, while he was here, 
He poured a lot of music onto this planet that made it a lot better place. So uh, in tribute to the great Levon Helm tonight, here's a little song. I pulled into Nazareth I was feeling about half past ten And I found a place that said Some place to rest my head I said, hey mister Where a man might find a bed He just grinned and shook my hand No, was all he said Let's do it Take a load off And then the very last show, which was Saturday, April 21st, in Kansas City, Mo, Missouri. <laughs> they uh, they did Hey Good Looking again, Growing Older But Not Up. But uh, this was a rocked up version. And for the acoustic songs this show, it was great. It was pretty cool. I was really impressed because he did Head Hurts, Feet Stink acoustic. Chanson pour les petits enfants acoustic and Captain and the Kid acoustic. Hmm. One of Mike's. He's always shaking things up. Chanson pour les petits enfants. Chanson pour tout le monde. Chanson pour les petits enfants. Chanson pour tout le monde. Chanson pour les play all these good acoustic guitars for y'all here. Y'all not going anywhere, are you? All night long. Yeah. All the way back to White Sport Coat for this one, or even before that. Down to earth, I think. I never used to miss the chance to climb up on his knee and listen to those many tales of life upon the sea We'd go sailing back on Barkentine Talk of things he did Tomorrow just a day away For the captain and the kid And that's it. Instead of taking half a year to do these shows, <laughs> we went through 16 shows and... 10, 15 minutes. We're 20 awesome. minutes, half an hour, <laughs> however long it takes to edit in all those clips. That's cool. Though. So he's, he's changing things up a little bit, getting some uh, acoustic stuff, and odd stuff. And in that time, Jimmy announced the 
theme of the new tour, the 2012 tour. At the beginning of the year, he was thinking that he might not even bother. He might just extend Welcome to Finland because he was tired of coming up with these names. But he actually came up with one. And I know you guys have seen it. Yep. Which is? Lounging at the Lagoon. And there's a rumor about our part of the 2012 tour in uh, Buffalo World has revealed that there's supposedly ongoing talks about Jimmy performing at Comerica Park, Yay. which is the stadium Detroit Tigers play at. That would be awesome. That would be yeah, it's, awesome. It's uh, kind of funny to hear the backlash at that announcement. I thought it was awesome. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a change for one thing, and it's also closer than driving to Clarkston. But there are a lot of people who are against it. The, uh, Who's against it? What's the old pine knob? Right? Stop. Pine, pine snobs. Snobs. Pine snobs, yeah. <laughs> right? They just don't want to change? Is that the deal? Yeah, they, they don't like change with it. They just think it's just so awesome to do the same thing every other time. Yeah. No, shake it up. Look, we've been doing this for how many years? That's This would be awesome to shake it up. Uh, yeah, they, they miss their lawn. And they're afraid there's not going to be any tailgating. Yeah. Look at that. Look. I go mean, down there early. There's going to be all kinds of parties around the, the yeah, stadium. and down. there are bars in that area. Yep. They can party in Hockey Town. Yep. Think of all the venues that are going to be having uh, Buffett parties and, and yeah. all kinds of stuff going on down there. It's gonna, it would be awesome. Shut the hell up, you people. <laughs> but uh, this was announced on uh, the Buffett World's Facebook on Buffett World's Facebook page, and everybody's bitching about it there. But on the Buffett World site, the uh, comments, comment thread was taken over by people complaining that there haven't been Alpine Valley announcements. They took so, over the you know, we can't thread. Get thread. Yeah, they did. Oh, and Buffett was in the news recently uh, because of the uh, quote-unquote Buffett rule that went to Congress, that was voted on by Congress. Big surprise, it didn't pass. Heck, technically it did pass, but it really didn't pass. But that's a joke. That's a joke written for... Uh... Yeah, so everybody, all the, uh, all the uh, comedy shows have been doing Buffett rule jokes. And I was wondering, in all the debate on the Senate floor, if anybody mentioned Jimmy Buffett during the debates. But, like I was complaining before, I did not want to sit through C-SPAN to find out if anybody did mention Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, that is. But uh, they did mention him on Saturday Night Live and The Daily Show, and I've got clips of those. Here's the one from Saturday Night Live, which I didn't think was all that funny, but here's but the But they did show a photo. Yeah. And it's a recent photo, not not the old mustachioed photo from the Yeah, it was a recent file. photo. So yeah. they, they did at least recognize him in uh, in the Getty Getty Images website. They did pick out the right guy. President Obama Wednesday gave a speech surrounded by a group of millionaires and their secretaries calling for Congress to pass the Buffett Rule and raise taxes on the rich, confusing many who thought the Buffett Rule was only sing-along with the chorus. <laughs> and uh, here's the uh, clip from The Daily Show. So just as Americans are writing their checks to the IRS, Senate Democrats have decided to bring to a vote the Buffett Rule. 
that ensures that people earning over a million dollars a year pay at least an effective tax rate of 30%, including investment income, as opposed to the Jimmy Buffett rule, which assures that... What's that? Oh, everybody's done that joke already? Right. <laughs> How about the buffet rule? Says you should use the tongs for the pancakes and the... It's, I'm just being stupid, I understand. <laughs> Kimmy was also interviewed on Showbiz Tonight on CNN. Um, I've got audio of that, but there's really nothing to it. It was pretty much a standard interview. They didn't really ask anything probing, interesting, unique. So I don't know. Maybe we'll skip that. What, what is the strangest item that somebody has ever approached you and, and asked you to perhaps license and slap your name on? Oh, God. Uh... Something that you, you said, I don't think that that's I'd for said me. no to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there, there were some interesting things. There was, uh, there was like a, a guy had a thing that he wanted to like, he could, you could put, uh, you could kind of shave your name or you could shave like a fin onto a dog. Like you could, you know, it was like a, a trimmer. Onto an animal. And I went. No, not for you. So what else? No, the big thing is the Comerica Park thing. That turns out to be a real deal. Awesome. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder when we're going to finally hear about it because there hasn't been anything new on it. As far well, as we've I'm checked, aware. like uh, the Tiger schedule and stuff, and it's wide open, so there's no. Oh yeah, we we. Uh, I've been uh, scaring myself recently because Roger Klein announced a show in June. Right. Tuesday, June 26th. And I'm thinking Tuesday. That's Buffett territory. Yeah. What if Buffett comes to town June 26th? What are these guys going to do? Yeah. So that's uh, that's today's uh, podcast poll. Yeah. What would you do if Jimmy came to town that same day? Yeah. When Mick originally asked me this, right away I said Buffett. I'm thinking because of the podcast and everything. But then the more I uh, think about it I don't know <laughs> no I I immediately had what I do when someone asks me a question like that I start analyzing it like crazy well it depends on if Roger Klein is in Chicago the night before or something blah 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 and if I can get the week off then I will go see him then I will see Jimmy well is Roger in Chicago the night before I think uh, he's in Cleveland it, or maybe the night he after he comes through yeah around the same that part's not hypothetical the Roger Klein part is you know that he's got yeah, it. Well, you know, last time we talked about this since it was a couple weeks ago. I, uh, I, they, they didn't have the tour dates all set, but they were getting set. So I didn't. I haven't relooked. I haven't yet planned that week. I'm pretty sure there's a either Cleveland or Chicago right around there within days of. Yeah, he's usually come around here and not hit those. That's days. how it is. And I, like, someone had told me. I don't know if you guys or someone said and it was like. There were days apart. They went the very next day. But uh, according to Buffett World, they're talking July 28th, I think was the date that was on Buffett World. Unfortunately, I just left the site and don't feel like going back to it. 
But uh, and you guys checked it out. It was a Saturday, and there is no Tiger game scheduled right. for that day. For like, they're on a long road trip, so for days preceding yeah. it, yeah. So, so they so can load, not, the, load this, set up the stage. They're not home again until like Monday or Tuesday. That date could Tuesday could quite likely be the date. It it fits. It's not like somebody just pulled it out of random. No, it makes sense. You have the, the, the places open and dormant. You got time to set up. They want to have to events down. during that time. This is when they want to have events. Yeah, teams out of town, so you're looking for stuff. The, all the venues downtown are looking for stuff to do. So it should be awesome. Yep. That could be that date, and it won't conflict with Roger Klein Day. Yep. I was going to go on vacation for a week in July. I guess I'm not going to go that week. <laughs> Got to make sure. But a lot of dates have already been announced. Um, I just saw that the Las Vegas date has been announced for October. So he's already planning dates for the end of the tour. And a lot of dates have a lot of uh, dates have been announced, and tickets have gone on sale for them already. But yeah, there's still no rhyme or reason to that. Sometimes we're announced real early. And yeah. So, so in I some, like I like the fact that there is a rumor because for a while I was getting kind of worried that maybe Jimmy had decided to skip yeah. us for a year. No, the rumor because when it's something like Comerica Park, there's always a rumor first for a while. There always is because there's too much to get by and. It's the city of Detroit and everything. And I hope they're not checking comment threads to yeah. see if it's worthwhile. The people I'll doing this, they don't even know what the internet is. It's just a bunch of tubes. Yeah, but word gets out, right? Because they got to start start uh, planning for the. It's it's the city of Detroit. They got to plan for police yeah. and everything. It's all a big deal. Because oh my God, this wasn't on a schedule. The Tigers are out of town. So all the stuff they have to see, can you do this? Well, I don't know. Give us some more money. You could just hear the negotiations are more than just a regular venue. Mm-hmm. So usually you hit the rumors, and then that, this is my... I'm not, like, making this shit up, but I think... <laughs> well, we're nodding. Yeah, yeah. yeah Joe, it makes sense. Yeah. No, but I, uh, remember way, way back when we did our three-cast? No, 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 wait, four-cast? <laughs> and we had asked what songs we would like to... Uh, what special songs we wanted to hear him play this year? I haven't given it much thought since that time. <laughs> this was back in the uh, beginning of March, middle of March, probably back in the beginning of March. And listener Ed was kind enough to send us his four songs. Well, very good. At least somebody's on the ball. And we were going to save this for when we did our own homework, but... Nobody does homework. Obviously, we've forgotten about it, but I figured I might as well mention what Listener Ed sent us. Um, just off the top of my head, Bramafear is the song. Is the song I've been waiting to hear because he hasn't done that since. Yeah, yeah maybe he's on board that. Maybe the East Hampton shows, those, well, the Montessori shows. I think was the first time I ever heard him do that live. So that that and Wino and I know have been the have been the songs I've always wanted him to do. Well, I take that back. Livingston or yeah, Livingston Saturday yeah, night. Saturday but he night. did do that. Yeah. So now it's down to Wino and I know and Bramafear and he did Wino and I know, thank you. So now I'm waiting for Bramafear. That's three songs, that's all I got. So off the top of your heads. See I'm on board with the Bramafear. Yeah, I'm on, uh, we'll join forces. Oh, I thought of another one. Another one of the songs in my four was Lone Palm, which he hasn't done since the oh, gosh. tour. It's a so you can tell I'm I'm old and lazy because all my songs are low t- are down tempo songs. Well, I, I, Prince of Tides. Oh wait, he just did Prince. I know Huddy Do would be on my list, but he does that once in a while. Yeah, but a I long mean, time. These are songs that you that would hopefully be in the in the tour more than just once. 
and hopefully at your show. Right. Well, Brahma Fear will we'll pull our resources. Cowboy in the jungle, uh, acoustic all the way through. All yeah. All the way through. Not just the melody, as Greg would say, we meant medley. <laughs> Listener Ed impressed me with his four. I was, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, read his four. He, yeah, he put some thought into it. His... <laughs> he has the introduction to you. It's Lister Ed's And now, it's time for Lister Ed's Forecast. Coming in at number four. A mile high in Denver. Actually, uh, I take that back. I skipped one. But we'll do a mile high in Denver. Coming in at number three. Coming in before that, but <laughs> pretend that it was after. Ace. Wow, he's going way back. Yeah, I never thought of those two albums at all, but it would be fun to hear something from that. Another one, actually, he sent more than four. Another one was Dallas, which I was really hoping he would perform at Dallas, uh, but he didn't do it. It's an insult. And uh, one song that I have, well, two songs that I have heard him hear. Well, I don't know about that one. One song that I had that I have heard him do, I Love the Now. Yeah. That's, uh, I heard him do that way, way back in the Parrot Looks at 40 tour in 87? 80, yeah, 87. Excuse me. I actually have a recording of him doing that on cassette. And uh, the next one is Six String Music. Hmm. Wasn't that wrong recently? It might have been. I... Well, I don't remember everything. Well, according to Buffett News, it was last played in 2002. Hmm. I Love the Now was last played in 2002. Dallas was last played in 97. I swear I've heard it since then. But, obviously, they're more accurate than I am. A Mile High in Denver, uh, last played, question mark, question mark, question mark. And Ace... Last played in 1997, and I bet that was the Stumpo Albando year, because we got to hear uh, "Train to Dixieland" that year, which I never expected to hear him play. That's a good good list. I could I could yeah. I could go for Nautical Wheelers. Listen, I think he just does acoustic all the time, right? To hear Nautical Wheelers done with the band all the way through. So we're really uh, we're doing our spring cleaning today. We're we're getting rid of all these things that have been sitting on my hard drive for months and months. Yeah, Mickey's getting excited. He's like, this is great. <coughs> Hopefully, I'll be better next time. We can defrag the podcast now. This is another one of Joel's favorite songs. Since it's so in the rap now. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I am depleted. So, what do you guys got? Anything? Any podcasts? Any forecasts? No, the big thing is that I just hope the Comerica thing comes true. But I tell you what, Comerica would trump Roger. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's the Pinot, and you actually think about it, like, what would I do? Well, you know, one thing tipping the scales is the fact that the shows are on Radio Margaritaville. So we could actually go to Roger and record Radio Margaritaville. Yeah, but if it's at Comerica, you're going to want to be part of that. Right, yeah. So next week, we'll think of homework. We can do it on email. And we can invite Scott. Yeah, that's right. we got to get Scott in this. We didn't do anything about this. But hey, that's, that's kind of an announcement, too. 
Scott's not on the uh, golf league. Right. So now we're started the golf league portion of our recording schedule. Yeah, Scott's not automatically here. Yeah, he's uh, dropped out of the golf league. But uh, we haven't kicked him out of the podcast. He's still he's still has an opening in the panel here. So hopefully we'll be able to get him to uh, appear. But it won't be on a weekly basis. Of course, was it ever? Yeah. Well, not for a while. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, he bailed. We used to get all kinds of people sitting out there and everything. We have actually we have a, a official PodQuest event coming up this week. This oh, Saturday. yeah. That's right. It is Buffett related. Yeah, Shmo, why don't you, you want to talk about, about that? that one? Or are you... Oh, yeah. That's right. The horse did. The horse we can thing. tease it and then we can talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah we can talk about it next week. We're going to a steak dinner charity thing for my daughter's therapeutic horseback riding program Stepping Stones and this year's theme is a tribute to Jimmy Buffett so I think there's a guy I don't know if he plays I don't know if he's a DJ I think he plays and I think it's just a one man guy a one man guy one man guy <laughs> he is a one man guy and there's our show that's, title that's yeah. the title <laughs> and uh we're going to be hearing Jimmy Buffett songs or something I, I don't know if this is run by actually friend of the show or one of our panel members sometimes, Bill Hud, and uh, his buddy actually is running this because his kid is in the program and he takes care of this spring fundraiser that I've never been a part of. So there'll be some auction stuff going on and everything, but whatever. You get a dinner, it's at the Flat Rock Elks Club here in the North Coast. You can hang out with right the Elks. Up, right on the river. Yeah, well, we'll have to report that, so we'll report on that next week. See how that goes. Good. Good. It's a podquest, though. It's a podquest. An official podquest. And that's it. <laughs> Short summer, long day. Hit the beaches, catch some rain. Hibernate till June. Live it up, it's gone too soon. When you live on the North Coast, you manage the time. Gets the best of three months, you gotta live through nine. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North Coast. That's life.